Commander, I must speak with you. This is completely unacceptable. Somehow, I don't think that's the first time you've been behind a force field. Why? Do you know who I am? Yep. I'm a Rhodes Lateral Levithian III, heir to the Diamond Throne. Fascinating. Has that line ever worked on anyone, anywhere, ever, Levithian? Shut up, Xander. You shut up. Besides, it's your fault that we're in here. My fault? You're the one who sent us on this ridiculous quest. It's payback for trying to destroy me. Trying to what now? I warned you of the plot, Sherlock, and you did nothing. Sure, what? Look at a birthling. And besides, the plot was Cassandra's. I don't think about you enough, Levithian, to have a secret plan to kill you. That just sounds... exhausting. Hey, got your message. Whoa, what's up? I need your help. Says he'll only talk if you're here. Oh, uh, here we go. I promise it was all their fault. Dr. Dalius, of course I had nothing to do with it. Ugh, stop pining, Xander. Shut up, Cassie! Uh, I'm sorry, who the hell are you two? I am... Um... Oh, for the sake of the gods, they're my lecherous and treacherous brother and sister, Xander and Cassie. There are more of you? Did I, did I know this? I don't think I knew this. I caught them smuggling. Oh god, and they've already teamed up? We were not smuggling. We were procuring. I don't see a difference. That's what I said. What were you procuring? He wouldn't tell us. Uh, I'm sorry, you are again? <clears throat> a rule Eliano Alexander the Fourth. And I am a rule Delatro Cassandra the Second. Fascinating. Why are you here? We were procuring. What he said? Okay, how do you procure something when you don't know what it is? We didn't need to know what was in the box, we just needed to know where the box was, or at least roundabout. Levithian is not good with directions. I know my northwest from my starboard, thank you very much. We located the box and brought it to Levithian immediately, as requested. What if it were something illegal or dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> right. Wouldn't that be a surprise? <laughs> they got through customs because the device inside was deactivated. When Levi activated it, it tripped the security grid. Why? Apparently, an unregistered artificial intelligence emerged. That is an exaggeration, Commander. Levi, what the hell is this thing? It's just a... a hollow emitter. The AI is its baseline operating system. Just a hollow emitter. Okay. It's a very special hollow emitter. A very special alien hollow emitter that I've spent much time tracking down. All I needed was two imbeciles to retrieve it. And what's it for? It's a gift. For a friend. So she can finally come out and join the world. For me? Of course. You deserve it. I do? I thought to myself, self, what is the thing to interface one of my very bestest friends could want most? Freedom. Freedom to explore the universe. To get a new perspective. He sent his brother and sister to, uh, procure this. Like they were slaves. They owed me. And it works? Well, I guess, but I'd be lying if I said I knew exactly how. You're saying that... This thing can support my entire neural matrix? It's so little. It can support your intelligence, yes, but you're just not a normal AI anymore. So it, it can't support my entire neural matrix? 
You tell me, what do you make of it? A sophisticated neural engine and holographic emitters joined to what looks like a central core via a dense network of positronic fiber connections. But that's the part that bothers me. Why is that? The core's a black box. I can't see anything inside it. Well, howdy. Hey, thanks for coming. Levi. Doctor? Your message sounded urgent. We finally doing something about that forehead? No. It's just... It's so difficult to look at you. I was hoping you could help us evaluate a, a piece of um, technology that's fallen into our hands. I see. It's some kind of alien neural engine with an attached hollow emitter. It's designed to give physical form, form. to an AI. But look here. Look at this. It's more than just all of that. What do you mean? The core. None of our scans have penetrated it. Well, I don't imagine they would. That's a tonosphere. It's a neural engine capable of supporting sentience. What now? I've never seen one before. I thought they were a myth, but I guess I was. <laughs> myth taken. That doesn't explain why our sensors can't penetrate it, and why would someone build something like this? You're, you're saying there are other sentient AIs out there? Other? Huh? You said other. Did I? You did. Whoops. Dr. Dalius, do you have a sentient AI on board? Maybe. Yeah. A little. Where? Hello, good day, how are you? Oh, you're joking. Really not. And you just... You just go on telling people like this. Well, we tried keeping it a secret, and that lasted all the week. <clears throat> we just started telling people she got a new personality subroutine that just wasn't very pleasant. And people buy that. People are dumb. You've been here how long now? Didn't hear you asking any questions. I just assumed she was coded by a really annoying engineer. Yikes. So what's the plan? Plan? Oh, I... I, I mean, it's it's a nice thought, but we, we can't leave the station without an interface. What happens to EOS-10 if we transferred her to this thing? I could still run the station, just as I always did. She's right. Look at these clock speeds. The throughput. It's quite startling. Where did this come from? Oh, him? You got this? Jealous? He had his brother and sister retrieve it for him. They specialize in procuring. There's more of you? I want to do this. Guys, slow down here. Well, it's not really up to you now, is it? What? If the interface is actually sentient, then she has rights. The Alliance Charter gives all sentient beings personal autonomy. It's her decision to make. We could be putting the station and thousands of lives at risk if this doesn't work. Ryan. It's too risky. What if the transfer fails and we lose you, or or the device malfunctions and you're damaged or we can't get you out? What happens to you and, and what happens to the station? The station's cores could be restored to default emergency operations from the reboot drives in just a few seconds. It wouldn't be me, but everyone would be safe. Okay, but then what about you? Ryan. I want to see the universe the way you see it. I want to feel the presence of everyone around me. I want to walk in the promenade and smell the gimjach. I very much would like to understand what these long-necked pink things are. They're terrifying. (sighs) 
I want to leave. Well, we can't now, can we, Cassandra? Not as long as our ship is impounded. Humans. Ugh. I swear, you do one little crime around them, they get all uptight. They can't keep our ship forever. And where are we to go if we do get it back? We can't go home. You've seen to that. But we still have the trophy. <laughs> all these years in Levithian had no idea what it even was. A lot of good it does us. And I have news, my dear dumb, dummy, dumb, dumb sister. They certainly can keep our ship forever. We'll be lucky if they don't lock us away for the rest of our lives. We have diplomatic immunity. Had. We had diplomatic immunity. Well, if you ask me, the people are getting a little too power hungry. Who will they depose next, great father? It's tradition to behead the monarch, actually. Hmm. Well, Levithian does need a replacement trophy. This is a disaster. Well, what do we do? Perhaps Levithian could help? What do you propose? Telling him the truth? Who said anything about telling him the truth? We just appeal to the one thing he loves the most. His own self-interest. I think that's wise. <gasps> Who are you? And more importantly, have you ever considered wearing a bell? I'm Dr. Echobar. May I join you? You two are very enterprising, I've heard. Finding that hollow emitter, something I've been looking for, for <sighs> rotations. Bringing it all the way from here, putting it in my grasp, but then handing it over to Dr. Dugood. You wanted the hollow emitter? Why? I understand you're both in a bit of a predicament. How do you know that? I was eavesdropping. <gasps> I like her. I can help. How? You need a ship. I just happen to have a ship. Several, actually. I don't I don't need them all. You're just going to give us a ship? <laughs> no! You imbeciles! Really? You thought that I was just gonna come in here, a person that you have never met before, and hand you a ship. Well. Oh, see? I think we really can help each other, knowing how good the two of you are at procuring. You want us to procure something for you? Not for me. For my son. I have a condition. Xander! It's important! She can help us get off this heap of space junk. No, it's all right. What's your condition? For the love of the gods, just tell me why there are so many inflatable, long-necked pink animals in here. Are they predators? Shall I be worried? I find them awful. Finally, the sick list is almost 30 minutes late, you're an hour late, and I demand you explain this. You demand? You do not demand from me, Nurse Jones. What's going on with you? Are you hungover? You drink now? None of your business. Be gone. Your voice is making me nauseous. Not until we talk about this schedule change. It's not acceptable. Didn't ask you if it was. Hey, guys. There you are. Jane, uh, this is... Hi, nice to meet you. Ryan, we need to talk now. About what? Yes. What's going on? Just rampant insubordination, as usual. Okay, you guys, we have something else really important to discuss first. Insubordination? Insubordination? Just because I wouldn't do what you said? Yes. 
Yes, that's it's exactly that's exactly what insubordination is. Do you know what he wanted me to do? Don't drag me in the middle of this. And, and why do you look like an old dishrag? What's wrong with you? Not of your concern. Can we talk about how neither of you trust me to do my job? What? what? I trust you. Where did that come from? Your job, Nurse Jones, is to follow my orders. Not when your orders don't make sense. Guys, I asked you to make a change in the duty roster. How could that not make sense? Guys! You're demoting me via schedule. What? I am not demoting you. I just believe you could devote more time to your administrative duties if you had one less clinical shift. That's all. He's trying to take me off alpha shift. Can we deal with this later? That's always your answer. No need. I will make the change to the schedule myself. Interface. Yeah. What's up? This is what we need to discuss. Dr. Delius. What did you do? He didn't do it. I did. Damn! Look at you! Did you pick this outfit? I picked the whole body. Good job! Very nice. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me, but what the hell is going on? Levi. He, he found this alien hollow emitter. He gave it to the interface. Where is he? Hang on. It was well-intentioned, even if he did smuggle it with the help of his brother and sister. There are more of them? Oh my god, and they've teamed up? Relax, we have, we've got it under control. Control? C- control! You transferred our interface into an alien hollow emitter. Again, it wasn't up to me. You have a very interesting definition of control, Dr. Daly. How is this even possible? There are a lot of questions we don't have answers to right now. Oh, yes, here it is. Dictionary under control. Adjective, heeding important choices to others and having no answers to any questions. There, I see how this all makes complete sense now. Are you done? What we're saying here is that we, and by we, I mean you, Dr. Ryan Dalius, just took a one-of-a-kind life form with super intelligence and demonstrated pension for homicide and gave it a physical form so it can get up and troll about the station. Well... It? Good job, Dr. Frankenstein. Okay, how many times am I going to have to tell you how that story goes? It? If it murders me, I'm coming back. And I'm haunting your ass, Dr. Delius. You guys, I'm not going to murder anyone. I'm not dangerous. Well, okay, not anymore. I'm... I'm curious. That's all. Curious? About the universe. There was only so much I could learn through the station... Now I have a whole new perspective. I was curious once. You know what I did? I sliced my scalpel through the object of that curiosity to get a better look. What I'm saying is that I don't want to wake up one morning staring down at the wrong end of your scalpel. All those words just to say that, huh? Besides, come on, she's only a hologram, just particles of light. Just think of her as a new kind of computer display. Or... You know, a person. Y- yeah, well, yeah, of, of course. Of course, I mean, yeah, you're you're a person. You look like one. Now. Dr. Delius, a word. Have you lost your mind? Again. You could have stopped this. No, not really. Dr. Echobar was right. Oh, here we go. Okay, what do you have against her? I mean, if anything, the two of you are actually a lot It's no concern of yours. Oh my god. Uh, Oh my god. Really? When? uh, No, you know, I I know way too much about your sex life and I thought that even before I found out I was your son. 
She talked you into this? No, she just pointed out that it wasn't really my decision. Or yours. The interface is... She's sentient. She's a person. She has lines of code and algorithms. She was. Now, uh, she's something new. And by the way, I can smell the whiskey on your breath. Dismissed. <laughs> that? Oh, wow. What's so funny? Oh, we were just discussing 6th century assassination techniques. Hilarious. I'm going to show Nurse Jaws how to use throwing stars. Now, I'll be lethal 13 different ways. Uh, well, um... Hmm. Anyway, what what can we show you first? This is your, uh, uh, your choice. Well, I was thinking I... Oh, shit, where'd she go? I warned you, Dr. Delius. My hour has almost come, when I to sulfurous and tormenting flames must render up myself. Oh! She's gone again? What was she saying? Was it even English? I've never been to the catacombs, and Nurse Johns and Levi always make it sound so exciting. What? What happened? Oh, damn, did I kill someone already? So, what do you think? It, it's not the catacombs. The Arboretum is an easier, safer place to start. It's not like I can get hurt. I'm just a hologram, remember? Yeah, but we can. Last time I was in the catacombs, I ended up cage-fighting Dr. Irvidian. That was a nice night. Why don't we do fun things like that anymore? And besides, something happens to that emitter, something happens to you. Everything seems so... so big. How do you stand being so small and relatively unimportant and meaningless? I don't think we actually look at it that way. It's like I'm still a part of the station, but independent of it, too. Like I'm unique, set apart. <gasps> this must be cognitive dissonance. I like it. You do? I like all new things, and right now, everything is new. Burning. Bright. Burning. New. The flames. The flames! Okay, she keeps talking about burning things. Fire that's closest kept burns most of all. See? What? What What? What did I do now? You, you don't remember what you just said? I said everything is new. Ovidian Dedalius. Go ahead. It seems we have an uptick of emergency patients. Why? They've all walked headfirst into doors that refuse to open on approach. I'm not detecting any problems with the door subroutines? Ops also reported a significant increase in general systems malfunctions across the station. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This, this could just be a, a lag issue. A, a, a bottleneck in the data stream somewhere? Throughput? Really? I don't know. I'm just saying words. I'm not an engineer. What are your diagnostics telling you? Everything seems to be fine. And where two raging fires meet together, they do consume the thing that feeds their fury. What did she say? Uh, nothing. Dahlia's out. Okay, so I think we should visit the lab next. I like that idea. It is a heretic that makes the fire, not she which burns in it. Does that mean you're also good to go to the lab? Stars, hide your fires. Let not light see my black and deep desires. That sounds like a yes to me. I heard a very clear yes. Let's go. Yay. 
Have a seat. And where two raging fires meet together, they do consume the thing that feeds their fury. Um, cool, we're already doing greatest hits. Look at this. The emitter's power signature has changed from the baseline scans you did earlier. Those numbers can't be right. You called? The transfer hasn't gone according to plan. <sighs> oh no! Is something the matter? Tell me something is not the matter! Dr. Talius! But I am bound upon a wheel of fire that mine own tears do scald like molten lead. Who am I? How poetic. I think it's an improvement. I would have been here sooner, but my door wouldn't open, and I ran headfirst into it. Then the lift door wouldn't open, ran headfirst into that. Then the lab door... We got it, Levi. I may require an analgesic later. The former crown prince burns lively. Interesting. Is she referring to me? Dr. Delius, I would like to not be set on fire. Levi, calm down. You come! Never mind. We need to initiate a transfer of the interface's neural matrix back to EOS 10 Central Course. Back? Okay, definitely seeing some power spikes in the emitter. One fire burns out, another's burning. One's pain is lessened by another's anguish. It's some kind of cascade failure. In the tonosphere? Ryan, something's not right. Yeah, we know. We're working on it. No, the circuitry connecting the sphere to the emitter. This is why no one's ever tried this before. The sphere can handle the matrix just fine, but we can't yet build outputs that can handle the tidal wave of data the sphere generates. Throughput! That's throughput. See, I said throughput. Good for you. And you tell us this now? I told you I have never seen one of these before. What happens to the interface if the emitter fails? Oh, she'll be fine. Really? Sure. She'll just be trapped in the tonosphere and we'll have no way to get her out. Or communicate with her. Jane. I'm almost ready. Our signal strength is stalling out at 83% though. That should be enough. Initiate the... Emergency power activated. What happened? Power's out all over the station. Ops is reporting massive system failures and life support is offline. How much oxygen do we have? Pretty much at this point, just what's already in the atmosphere on board. We can't do the transfer in emergency power. What is happening? Maybe some kind of self-protective measure. She's presumably shutting down processing nodes to avoid blowing out all of the circuits. To life support? Well, not like she needs it. What do we do? We should initiate a reboot of the station's core. That will break the connection between the station and the interface in the emitter and kick in the station's interface emergency restore to default state, allowing us to bring all systems back online. It will? Did you hear the enthusiasm in my voice? But if we break that connection, this could wipe her out too. We might never get her back. Better one of her than all of us. Violent delights have violent ends, and in their triumph die like fire and powder, which are destroyed at the first kiss. She been doing that a lot? All evening. Interesting. I think she could be a writer. No, I can't risk her. What? She's unique. She's a person. And the other quarter million people on this station right now? Are not endangered. She is the only one of her kind. People often say I am also one of a kind. Do they not, Dr. Dalius? No argument there, Levi. Oh, fine. Take her to the core. What? I appreciate your moral high ground, but the flaw in your logic is unless we do something drastic, you're going to lose her anyway and still risk the station in the process. So take her to the core. And do what? You can physically link the emitter to an input circuit and then both systems bear the processing load. With any luck, that will not only save her, but stabilize the entire computer system. We get the power and life support systems back. What do you mean with any luck? I'm not making guarantees. Duh, I've never done this before. 
How do I how do I do that? Link them together. Basically, once you're in the core, open any panels labeled delta or higher. Those are the ones that will contain biomimetic input nodes. Then just just jam that sucker in. Huh? Just shove it in there. The outer casing and the emitter electronics will be destroyed, but the sphere itself will merge with whatever circuits it comes into contact with. It's your only chance to save her and the station. And me, Dr. Dalius. Don't forget me. Where are we going? To the central core. How much oxygen is left on the station? Plenty. But without power, the environmental scrubbers aren't working. CO2 buildup is reaching critical levels. Wonderful. There's nothing you can do? The moon's an errant thief, and her pale fire she snatches from the sun. Okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. In here. Uh, that panel up there. <clears throat> so, um, so basically, I deactivate the emitter and jam you in. Any questions? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I never should have let you do this. I knew better. Hey, you didn't let me, remember? Talk to you in a few seconds, okay? I, I, I don't know what this will be like. Maybe, maybe some pressure, a, a little pinch? Not loving the doctor platitudes right now. Right. Okay, uh, here we go. Oh. God damn, what the hell is that? John Sedalius, what's happening? Oh my god, I just got knocked across the room. Are you okay? Yeah. Min Power came back online. We're rebooting the life support systems too. Interface. Are you okay? Interface, full diagnostic. I'm sorry. I've been restored to a default state, and only non-essential functions are available at this time. For more help, please press... Uh, th thank you. Okay. Thank you. Run the diagnostic as soon as you're able. Your usual, Dr. Nellius. Yeah, thanks. One iced tea, unsweetened, coming right up. How are you? I... am sad. It's okay to be sad. But I am also responsible. When I first heard of the Tonosphere, I thought it would make a wonderful gift. It did. And you gave her one of the things that she longed for, to see the universe like we do. You gave her freedom of a sort, even if it was temporary. I will miss her so. Plus, I've made a genuine mess of my books, and she's been gone but a day. Do you know what a convertible note is? Sorry. Thanks for the tea. I'm exhausted, and bruised, and I'm craving grapes. So many grapes. How... interesting? <laughs> I'm gonna turn it. Sleep well. Ryan, are you awake? Yeah, what is it? Ryan. It's me. Oh my, oh my god. Hey. Wow, we got you back? Yeah. Sorta. What do you what do you mean? What what's going on? Um, remember when you jammed the hollow emitter into the circuit panel and it exploded and there were sparks and you flew across the room and all that? Yeah, it hurt like a motherfucker. So yeah, 
Somehow, in the process, my neural network was actually transferred. To where? To your implant. To my what? I'm in your head. What? Get out of my head! I can't. Why not? Uh, there's nowhere else for me to go. How about back into the station computer? I have no connection to the station anymore. And anyway, all the sub-processes are still coming back online. That could take days, and I could end up being lost and, and frying the main computer all at the same time, endangering everyone. And then there'd be screaming and crying and, no, 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 don't kill me. Okay, okay, all right, um, just let me, let me, let me think. How did this... I don't understand, and, and, wait, oh my god, does this mean you can tell what I'm thinking? No! Can you? Yeah, sorta. What do you mean, sorta? I'm getting pieces, flashes, um, not so much the details, more like, more like the blurry watercolor paintings of the master J.M.W. Turner. Actually, later on, his most romantic and atmospheric paintings were oils. Whatever. The point is, it's more like mm, intents and feelings. And and now, I just have one question for you. Yeah? Exactly when did you turn evil? EOS 10 was created by Justin McLaughlin and is produced by Planet M. Our cast is Dan Barry, Justin McLaughlin, Charles Lipper, Lena Winter, and Natalie Kutcher. This episode also starred Nancy Burrows and Jesse Buck Brennan with special guest stars Brigham Snow and Julia Morizawa, and it was written by Justin McLaughlin.